Hello and welcome to this episode of the Corporate Escapist TV show and podcast. I am your host, Christine Ness. I'm delighted to have the amazing Steph to come back on the show again. Welcome again, lovely. Thank you, Christine. I'm so excited to be here. And hi, everybody. Oh, watching? I absolutely love and adore you. You know I do. Um, and I think you're like just an amazing woman, but you're an amazing mum. And we we're just having like mum talk just before. But before we dive in, because I want to talk about the latest book um, that you're just part of. And I'm going to hand it over to you to introduce yourself. And then we're going to dive into some amazing questions. Sure. Great. So thank you, Christine. So my name is Steph Gabriel and I'm a business manager and essentially I help people grow their business by working on their business. What does that mean? So instead of uh, working on the client work, it's everything else you need to do for your business. And the reason why I do that is because it's very easy to prioritise the client work, but at the end of the day, we've got to build a pipeline for your business and the only way we can do that is by exposure, is by, you know, getting your name out there, being present and being online. So that's what I do in a nutshell. I love it. And you're very good at it. You're amazing at it. So, um, look, another massive congratulations because last year you were in one of our latest co-author books, A Resilient Life, which you are now, again, a number one international Amazon bestseller. So congratulations. Thank you. That's so exciting. So exciting. Yeah. And I love how, you know, in both books that you've been in, you've talked about, you know, a lot of the topic has been around, well, I feel like it's resilience in all of it because it's about, you know, starting the business, but also learning how to be a mom, how to juggle, how to set boundaries and all of that. But do you want to just share just a little bit with everyone about it? Because I think this is going to be a really hot topic this year especially now that school's also just gone back as well so you know we've got all the everything up in the air at the moment trying to juggle everything and set new routines as well yes yes so funnily enough the title of my my chapter is um you know the the manual to motherhood and business called life and essentially that's what taught me how to be a mom that's what taught me how to be a business owner and all of the lessons in between. Uh, when I started my business almost five years ago, Christine, I had no idea. It felt like I had another child and I always relate it to this, right? Because you don't know what you're doing. There is no one way of doing it. And even if it's your second child, that child's going to be very different to your first. So, you know, I'm talking about the lessons and, you know, things that, you know, mums, talk to each other about I just don't feel that this topic is really out in society talking about it as something so important because as mums or primary carers I'm not going to discount dads that are primary carers we do so much right I mean being a parent is a full-time job in itself and then if you're trying to run your business as well and you're trying to look after the household and you've got so many balls in the air and I can't stand saying work-life balance because there is no such thing, not in this day and age. I feel it's really outdated saying. That's why I call it the juggle because sometimes you're going to drop a ball and sometimes, you know, you're going to excel in another area. But it's really finding what works for you and not being dictated by what society wants you to be able to do. 
because this was my issue in the beginning as well, Christine. You know, I, I thought I have to be able to do it all. I have to be able to be the great mum, you know, great business owner, have my house in, you know, in order and everything else. You know, all my ducks lined up in a row. And that cost me my health. Um, and that was one of my biggest lessons in the last five years that, you know, you have to look after yourself first. And even as a business manager, I always ask my clients, what are you doing for you? Because it's so easy once you're on that hamster wheel to jump off and really take that step back and, you know, think about what are you doing for you? You know, like I know I usually bring myself to the bottom of the list, um, which I'm trying to consciously not do now. So I'm putting personal goals in place because I know that's important and personal goals are just as important as business goals. Right, Christine, and I have a post-it note on my second screen saying, this is what you're doing for yourself. Because it's so easy to forget because, you you know, school, school just started and they've hit you with a million things you got to go to and you're trying to run your business and I'm trying to get a membership up and running. I'm trying to get my daughter settled in school because it's a new routine. There is so much as a primary carer you have yeah. to do. So sometimes you just need that post-it note here or there to go, don't forget, you need to do this for yourself. Mm. um and, and it helps yeah. and I mean you're living proof like we're just saying like you've just gone yeah. to mass like you've been rushed home you've got everyone's wondering like it's from the ash when like you know like it's, it's ash wednesday it's yeah. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. so like this is like what it's like reality and I think so many times people put on like this sort of front and look I use filters when I do videos I am not going to say that I don't um yeah. But reality of life is that you can't put a filter on it because you have to just either, you've got to show up for yourself. You can't know, it's not sustainable to show up for anybody else because, I mean, I've just had this conversation. We talk about burnout, Um, you know, and unless you look after you, then everything else will start to crumble. Yeah, and it's a work in progress and that's okay. But if you just start with the smallest things, right, Christine, like, I'm not saying go get a massage once a month. I'm not saying go get your nails done once a month. But even if you just take an hour, you know, whenever you can, even if it means it's during your business hours, that's life. Go and sit in a cafe, maybe do some writing or maybe just have that quiet time because I know I don't get a lot of quiet time. And when I do, I'm exhausted. I'm ready to, you know, go to sleep sort of thing. So it's Mm. so important just even to do the small things. Um, and, and, you know, I think showing up as yourself, Christine, and we've had this con- conversation before, you know, I think it's going to attract your tribe. It's going to attract people that can resonate with what you're doing and how you're doing it. And, you know, just, I guess, opening that door that it's okay if, you know, all days we don't have it together, you know, or, you know, sometimes you have to call it a day at lunch because, you're about to have a breakdown or you're feeling overwhelmed or whatever it might be. Mm. Um, so I just really think we've got to just start with the small things. It doesn't have to be, you know, this big, bar lavish thing that you do sort of thing for yourself. Yeah. And I always say, Christine, I'm a work in progress because I definitely don't, I don't have it perfected, but I'm doing a lot better than what I was two years ago. Mm. Right? So I will take that win. And anyone else should take the small wins as well because it reflects, you know, when we fill our own cup, that's when we can give to our families, to our business, to everybody else as well. 
Yeah, I love it. Because I actually took the word perfection out of my vocabulary because I truly believe that it doesn't exist. I mean, if you think about, you know, let's just say, you know, focus on the business part because we get to a point where we're like, going, oh, okay, we, we always want to change things. We always want to improve. And it's like even on personal level, we want to improve who we are. So if everything was perfect, then we would never want to change it. There's no such thing as perfect, though, mm. right, Christine? There's, and this is actually one of my lessons. Uh, so in April, I've got a blog coming out, you know, my lessons in business days. And one of them is to let go of perfectionism because it will stall you. It will stop you even from making progress, you know. So you just – and no one cares. This is the thing. The only person that cares – to the degree is you, you know, so yeah. we need to let go of it and just go, you know what, it can be tweaked, it can be refined, and it can, you know, do all of that sort of thing. So while you're sitting there being so judgmental on yourself, there's probably, you know, a crowd of people going, oh, my God, this is great, you know. So And, and this is why we need to let go of it because no one is our, no one is our harshest critic except ourselves. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. And, you know, I, somebody asked me the other day, like, how can you get up and speak on stage? And it took me a long time, but I would literally sit there and say all the worst things that I could possibly think, because I'm going to say the worst things. Like, but if I got it all out of there and I'm like, I oh, know, well, nobody can say anything. Like, like if you've already, like, if I've already said it, then they, you know, who cares if they say it? Because I've already said it to myself. So I sort of like let it go. And that was literally how I learned how to sort of overcome like speaking on stage. And I know that there are better ways of doing it, but I needed to get that sort of, that inner voice out of my head and just let it out and just going, oh, well, if that's the worst thing, then okay, well, no worries. Well, I'm, I've already said it. So you can't say anything worse. And that's incredible because if that works for you, that's fine because the end result was you still got up on stage yeah. and you spoke and I'm sure you inspired as well. And so, you know, I take my hat off to you where a lot of people will just stop and go, no, it's too hard. You know, yeah. instead of starting small, you know, like we, you don't go from not speaking to speaking on stage. You know, like you can present, you can, you know, I presented mm-hmm. – uh, at a networking, you know, at BX, and that's like 10, 20 people. And then, you know, you go a little bit bigger. I presented at a conference with 30 people, and I was like, okay, I've got this. And then, you know, you can just build it up slowly. It doesn't yeah. have to be zero to 100. That's the thing. Yeah. People think sometimes it needs to be zero to 100, and it doesn't. Yeah. And that's really how you build resiliency as well, because, you know, you start off like the small little increments you know, that helps build not only our confidence, but also the resiliency that we have, like, to keep going as well. Absolutely. And, Christina, I always say this and I stand by it. The personal journey in business is just as important as the business journey because without the personal journey, you can't go through the business journey, right? And I think, you know, I'm a testament to that well and even writing my two chapters I had to get through a lot of mindset blocks Mm. you know and you talked me through them and you coached me through them and then I got to a point where I was like okay I can do this Mm. I've just got to do it slowly and you know just work out what message I want to you know give the world sort of thing 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love the first book that you wrote with us and we talked a lot about mum guilt and mm-hmm. I think, you know, we all go through it no matter like I mean you've got a young daughter like my son's a grown adult so but it doesn't matter how old they are um, guilt still happens you know so I mean I got really sick the other month and I got sick on my son's birthday and ended up in hospital and I'm ringing him going I'm really sorry I'm really sorry and he's like well you can't help being sick and I'm like no but the mum guilt like inside of you still sits there because you couldn't be there for your your child's birthday birthday yeah but it's, it's it's a bit like it's like second nature, isn't it? It's like as you, they're part of you, you know. Essentially, they yeah. were a part of you. So, yeah. And the fact that it doesn't stop, it's, it's almost like a curse, damn it. But as long as we learn how to deal with it, you know, I think that's what's going to help us get through it, build that re- resiliency, and be able to keep moving forward. Yeah. How has it changed your business? able to sort of strengthen that resiliency within yourself though yeah so I think it builds my confidence as well you know by having that resiliency and I think over time Christine I think you you kind of get to a point where you're like there is enough customers for everyone out there there is over 2.5 million small businesses in Australia and if I'm not your cup of tea, I'm sure there will be someone else that will be your cup of tea, you know. And, and look, I, I interviewed with someone the other day and my it was at four o'clock and I said, look, my daughter's going to be around. So, and all she did was she came in and she just went, hi. And he didn't even say hello. And Christine, I thought, right, that is a red flag for me. I'm not interested. Like he couldn't even say hello. Like my daughter just yeah. stuck her head in on the Zoom meeting. He yeah. just went, hi. But she was there long enough so he could have said something, mm. not even hello. And I just thought, right, that's not going That's not going down well with me um, because, you know, family is part of my values and yes. family first is something I respect because of my journey that I've been through as a mum and yeah. through this as well. Yeah. So I definitely uphold that even to this day. I feel like a real proud mum, like you sharing that story, because I know that we have had conversations, you know, talking about boundaries. We've had the conversations going, you know, who's your ideal client and all that sort of stuff. So I feel like a proud mum, like you say. So I'm just like, oh my goodness. Like, you know, it makes me really happy because I think as business owners, you know, well, I'll take it a step back. So I'm a recovering people pleaser. So I still go down that pathway. And I think as women, as mums, like there is still that part of us that we want to please everyone. We want to, you know, help everybody. But setting those healthy boundaries, but also knowing your values, it actually helps you make decisions a lot clearer. Absolutely. And, you know, it's like, I make sure it's part of my marketing as well, Christine, because I don't want there to be any confusion that, you know, I'm the primary carer for my daughter. And if that's going to be an issue, then we're not a good fit. And that's okay. That is absolutely okay. But when you're starting out in business, you want to please everyone. You want to make it work because you want to start making money essentially. And you want to get your business up and running, you know, but I think it's later on in business where you're able to go, you know what? They're not a good fit for me, but I'm sure you'll find someone else that is, and yeah. that's okay. Um, yeah. 
because again, if someone's not family friendly for me, Christine, I can't work with people like that. I yeah. mean, she didn't even say boo. She just waved at the man and he couldn't even wave back. And I'm like, yeah. look at that cute face. How could you not wave back? You know? <laughs> I know. I feel the same way about my dog. It's just like, yeah. if, you, if you're not going to go goo ga over yeah. my dog, then, <laughs> you know? So. but yeah no I think you know it's I think like a lot of people you know ask me the question well how do I become resilient and I don't think there's an exact pathway that you can take it's about learning the lessons from everything so it's the boundaries it's the values it's about I guess knowing your end goal as well and that all then, when you learn from those past lessons, that all helps you become resilient. But I think the key thing is also you just show up. Exactly. Exactly. I think it's the lessons, which is, you know, like the bread and butter of a sandwich, to see, mm. and then showing up and voicing, you know, you voicing your resiliency and voicing, you know, the people that you want to work with yeah. Um, I think that's so important because there are a lot of people that will have the same values and will want to work, you know, that, that synergy work sort of thing, you know, that will connect with you and that will connect with what you're doing. Um, mm. And they're the sort of people you want around you and in your tribe. Yeah. You know? And I can now confidently say, you know, Christina, it's taken me a while to get here, right? But, but I got here. I'm that they're the sort of people that I want around me and my business, you know, people that do appreciate that family needs to come first. Yeah. Um, and, you know, business sometimes needs to take that back seat if, yeah. you know, someone's sick or whatever, because if they turn around and go, I'm sick, you say, okay, get better soon. So why is it any different if your child is sick or mm. if you're sick or anything else? Right, like we've got to work. We, we're working with humans. We're not working with robots. To say you don't get that day off, or you know you can't, be, mm. whatever it might be. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I learned this, you know, probably later on in the business. So, you know, there's been issues, you know, things that have come up. So, you know, the magazine should have been out on Monday. It came out today. It's two days later. Now, I used to beat myself up with it. However, realizing also too that some things do happen for a reason. Um, but also too, the more you beat yourself up, the actual outcome is not going to be what you wanted. That's right. And I think it's important people need to be kind to themselves because we're our mm. harshest critics. Yeah. Right. And I think once you get a taste building that resiliency and taking that step forward, your confidence grows. Yeah. And then once your confidence grows, just that little bit, you then want yeah. to keep being resilient because yes. you will see it works for you and it feels good. And, yeah. you know, I think it's business, Christine, that teaches you, you have to be your own biggest cheerleader mm. because no one is going to stand there and clap for you if you're not standing there and clapping for yourself. Well, yeah has learning the art of resiliency and I know that there's like I say art but it's more you know your personal journey of becoming resilient has that also allowed you to take I guess bigger I don't want to use the word risk but bigger 
bolder choices within your business as well? Yeah, absolutely. So I have this, I mean, this is big to me. It might not be big to other people, but on Saturday or Sunday, I post um, I post our weekend adventures. So something I do with my daughter and, you know, it's all about family. So again, I'm reinforcing that, that message that it's in my values. My daughter comes first. This is why I do what I do. Well, so they're getting to know me as well. People are getting to know me. Yeah. And, you know, the hashtag is always family first. And, you know, someone someone commented saying, I love your survey, uh, your weekend adventure, Steph. And I was like, I had no idea, Christine, if that was going to flunk or if that was going to be, you know, accepted sort of thing. But I thought this is, this is part of who I am. This is why yeah. I started my business. This is why I run my business, yeah. you know, because... I want to make it work. I want my daughter to look up to me and people quite enjoy it because people want to get to know you as a person as well. This is the other thing. Some people are so afraid to put personal things up on social media. Now, within limits, I'm talking, right? Um, But it's okay to showcase who you are, what you like doing because that's actually all part of the story. So people are going to watch and that's going to help build that no like trust factor because when they connect, With what you do, that's going to that's going to have them, you know, continuously watching as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, you know, I am a massive fan of you. I adore you. I love what you're doing and how you're helping people. Do you want to just share with everyone, like, like part of sort of, I know, like how you help with the systems and process and that, but how can people work with you? Sure. So I've actually just launched today my membership. Um, Christine. So it's all about accountability, goal setting, uh, and community. But it's not just goal setting for your business, it's goal setting for you personally as well. Mm -hmm. So it's this holistic approach, right? So I want to build a community where there's going to be people there and me supporting, encouraging, and, you know, just having, you know, that community around you to help you keep going. Or if you're having a bad day, you can check in with us and you know, tell us what's going on and not feel alone in it as well, you know, yeah. because we both know that, you know, business can be very isolating. Yeah. Um, so, you know, having that community, having, you know, my support with accountability and goal setting, there's resources, there's, you know, there's a platform, you know, you'll get to know other people as well. Uh, I, I just think I'm trying to build this really safe and great place for people to learn resilience you know, to learn that it's okay by taking that small step forward that you don't know what it could do for your business in the future as well, you know, by working on your and being a little bit bold. You know, everyone has something unique to bring to the table. And if you're hiding it, that's just a shame. That's the bottom line. Exactly. Amen to that. So, uh, yeah, so, so true. As I said, I absolutely adore you. You are now a two times number one Amazon international bestseller. Um, so we're going to pop all the links so people can reach out to you and connect with you um, with it. But we're doing a little fun thing now is I've got five random questions that I'm going to ask you just so people can get to know you a little bit more on the personal side. So the first question is, are you a coffee or tea drinker in the morning? Coffee, definitely. Oh, yeah, I know because you're my girl. So, yeah, I got it. <laughs> 
you do not talk to me unless I've had a cup of coffee. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I need to get running straight away. So yeah. yeah, it's definitely coffee. Yeah. Do you prefer the beach or the country? The beach. I grew up by the beach. I love the country because it's tranquil, but the beach is my yeah. One of my safe places. Yeah, it's on my vision board to live by the water. Like I just I love it. There's something about creativity, everything. Yeah. yeah. Do you prefer to curl up with a book or a watch a movie? These days it's a movie because I don't get the time to curl up with a book. Um, but it used to be a book. So I'd like to get there one day, get back to it, but I think my daughter's gonna just be a little bit older. Yeah, yeah. And if you were travelling on a holiday, would you prefer to go by plane or by boat? You know what? By boat. Because I've been around the Hawaiian Islands and it's such a lovely experience because you're learning, you've got the sea right there. Um, and usually by boat, everything's catered on the boat. So you've got food, entertainment, the works. <laughs> so, you know, I think it is it is more enjoyable to travel by boat, yeah. by ship. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And if you were to have a dinner party and you could invite anyone from the past or, you know, current, who would that be? great question who would I invite to it? absolutely anybody anybody I'd say Reese Witherspoon because she built her empire on naysayers on people saying you should retire you've done a couple of movies this and that but she's built this empire on you know on doing everything that she wanted to do and if you hear her speak which I'm sure you have saying it is so it's inspirational, yeah. you know, because if anyone got critiqued, if anyone, you know, had all these barriers and speed humps to come up against, it was her, especially, yeah. you know, like 20 years ago. So yeah. I think it would be so interesting to have her at the dinner party and, yeah. just, you know, pick her brain and have that conversation and yeah. actually just kept going. She invested her own money into her company and people were like, oh, you should save that for super or blah, blah, blah. And lucky she didn't listen because now look at her, you know, yeah. she's sitting on an empire. Yeah. And she keeps yeah. doing different things. You know, she's written a children's book. She's done, mm. you know, she's done so much more than what people actually know about her. You know, she started her own production company. My yeah. God, like, you know, so that's who I would, who would you have? Do you know what? There's, there's a couple, but who... Look, it would actually be Oprah. And the reason yeah. why I say Oprah is, A, she's much to talented. It's actually a cross between Oprah and Drew Barrymore because they've both yeah. done very different things. Like Drew Barrymore has not only her own talk show, she also has her own cosmetic line. She has her yeah. own magazine. Like she's yeah. an actress. She's a mum. Like there's amazing things. And Oprah too is also who I believe is a thought leader that nobody ever thought would you know, be able to inspire and she's been able to inspire nations, you know. Yes. So, yeah, and there, there's a whole list. Like if I, yeah. Reese Witherspoon is one because I would love to also talk about, you know, being a young mum as well and, you know, obviously continue to work. Um, like, I don't know. That's the, other person, many, yeah. the other person, many. The other person, Christine, because you said two, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in a second, yeah. is J-Lo, is Jennifer oh, Lopez. Yeah. Because one of her biggest lessons, right, and this took her years, this did not take her five minutes to learn, is that you have to love yourself 
before anyone else can love you, right? And she only learned this in her 40s and she's in her 50s now. So if you hear her speak as well and how that builds resiliency and how that just changes your life on so many levels, yeah, she would be the other woman, woman that I'd want at my dinner. I know. Oh, what a massive dinner party! And like, yeah. like, oh my god, I would love that so much. I think that would be amazing. And having you there, like, just the conversations that we could have, and just to, you know, it would guess, break the internet. I reckon. I think it would. it would. Break. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I'm going to put it out there that we yeah. can do that. So. Do it. <laughs> amazing well I want to thank you again Steph for being here today and to sharing your gifts with us like I said I adore you and I really truly believe in what you're doing so thank you so much thank you Christine and thank you for the opportunity you know I think if I didn't put my hand up and you helped me work work through it that was another massive lesson as well so I'm eternally grateful to you as well for being part of my journey as well Thank you, beautiful. Thank you. I want to thank everyone who is watching this episode as well. If you've got any comments, make sure you put them below. If you've loved this episode, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. And just to remember to live life to the fullest every single day. Love and light to you all.